found this day beginning on page 4 of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 4. Please kneel if able. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall shout forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. 
the Lord's name be praised. The Benite on page 5. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. Thus he is his animated, and his hands prepare the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, for years long was I grieving with this generation and sad. It is a people that do were in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my wrath. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, the world without end. Amen. You may be seated. The voice of the Psalter appointed for the morning prayer of the second day begins with Psalm 9, found on page 369 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say Psalms 9 through 10 in unison. Page 369. I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will speak of all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. Yea, my songs will I make of thy name, O thou most highest. While mine enemies are driven back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. 
Thou art set in the throne that judgest right. Thou hast rebuked the heathen and destroyed the ungodly. Thou hast put out their name forever and ever. O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end. Even as the cities which thou hast destroyed, their memorial is perished with them. But the Lord shall endure forever. He hath also prepared his seat for judgment. For he shall judge the world in righteousness, and minister true judgment unto the peoples. The Lord also will be a defense for the oppressed, even a refuge in due time of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast never failed them that seek thee. O oh, praise the Lord which dwelleth in Zion, show the peoples of his doings. For when he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them, and forgetteth not the complaint of the poor. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, consider the trouble which I suffer of them that hate me, thou that liftest me up from the gates of death, that I may show all thy praises within the ports of the daughter of Sion. I will rejoice in thy salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made. In the same net which they hid privily is their foot taken. The Lord is known to execute judgment. The ungodly is trapped in the work of his own hands. The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the peoples that forget God. For the poor shall not always be forgotten. The patient abiding of the meek shall not perish forever. Up, Lord, and let not man have the upper hand. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the heathen may know themselves to be but men. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Why standest thou so far off, O Lord, and hidest thy face in the needful time of trouble? The ungodly for his own lust doth persecute the poor. Let them be taken in the crafty wiliness that they have imagined. For the ungodly hath made boast of his own heart's desire, and speaketh good of the covetous whom God abhorreth. The ungodly is so proud that he careth not for God, neither is God in all his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Thy judgments are far above out of his sight, and therefore defieth he all his enemies. For he hath said in his heart, Touch, I shall never be cast down. There shall no harm happen unto me. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and fraud. Under his tongue is ungodliness and vanity. He sitteth lurking in the thievish corners of the streets, and privily in his lurking dens doth he murder the innocent. His eyes are set against the poor. 
For he lieth waiting secretly, even as a lion lurketh he in his den, that he may ravish the poor. He doth ravish the poor when he getteth him into his net. He falleth down and humbleth himself, that the congregation of the poor may fall into the hands of his captains. He hath said in his heart, Tush, God hath forgotten. He hideth away his face, and he will never see it. Arise, O Lord God, and lift up thine hand. Forget not the poor. Wherefore should the wicked blaspheme God? While he doth say in his heart, Tush, thou God carest not for it. Surely thou hast seen it. For thou beholdest ungodliness and wrong, that thou mayest take the matter into thy hand. The poor committeth himself unto thee, for thou art the helper of the friendless. Break thou the power of the ungodly and malicious. Take away his ungodliness, and thou shalt find none. The Lord is king for ever and ever and the heathen are perished out of the land. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the poor. Thou preparest their heart, and thine ear hearkeneth thereto, to help the fatherless and poor unto their right, that the man of the earth be no more exalted against them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 26th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished all these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover, and the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Then assembled together the chief priests and the scribes and the elders of the people under the palace of the high priest who was called Caiaphas, and consulted that they might take Jesus by subtlety and kill him. But they said, Not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar among the people. Now when Jesus was in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, there came unto him a woman having an alabaster box of very precious ointment, and poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying, To what purpose is this waste? For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Verily I say unto you, Wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman hath done, be told for a memorial of her. Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priests, and said unto them, What will ye give me, and I will deliver him unto you? And they covenanted with him for thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity to betray him. Now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? 
And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now when the even was come, he sat down with the twelve. And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceeding sorrowful, and began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. But woe unto that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been good for that man if he had not been born. Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? He said unto him, Thou hast said. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and brake it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine, until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung an hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. Then said Jesus unto them, All ye shall be offended because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock shall be scattered abroad. But after I am risen again, I will go before you into Galilee. Peter answered and said unto him, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this night before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. Peter said unto him, Though I should die with thee, yet will I not deny thee. Likewise also said all the disciples. Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto, unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto the disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What, could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again the second time, and prayed, saying, O my father, if this cup may not pass away from me, except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them, and went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Then cometh he to his disciples, and saith unto them, Sleep on now, and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. Behold, he is at hand that doth betray me. And while he yet spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came and with him a great multitude with swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. 
Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whomsoever I shall kiss, that same is he. Hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And behold, one of them which were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck a servant of the high priest and smote off his ear. Then said Jesus unto him, Put up again thy sword into his place, for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions of angels? But how then shall the scriptures be fulfilled, that thus it must be? In that same hour said Jesus to the multitudes, Are ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves for to take him? I sat daily with you teaching in the temple, and he laid no hold on me. But all this was done, that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled, that all the disciples forsook him and fled. And they that had laid hold of Jesus led him away to Caiaphas, the high priest, where the scribes and the elders were assembled. But Peter followed him afar off under the high priest's palace, and went in and sat with the servants to see the end. Now the chief priests and elders and all the council sought false witness against Jesus to put him to death, but found none. Yea, though many false witnesses came, yet found they none. At the last came two false witnesses, and said, This fellow said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. And the high priest arose and said unto him, Answerest thou nothing? What is it which these witness against thee? But Jesus held his peace, and the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure thee by the living God, that thou tell us whether thou be the Christ, the Son of God. Jesus said unto him, Thou hast said, Nevertheless I say unto you, Hereafter shall ye see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power, and coming in the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest rent his clothes, saying, he hath spoken blasphemy. What further need have we of witnesses? Behold, now ye have heard his blasphemy. What think ye? They answered and said, He is guilty of death. Then did they spit in his face and buffeted him, and others smote him at the palms of their hands, saying, Prophesy unto us, thou Christ, who is he that smote thee? Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also wast with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I know not what thou sayest. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto him that were there, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again he denied with an oath, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech bereath thee. Then began he to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. And Peter remembered the word of Jesus, which said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And he went out and wept bitterly. He rendered the lesson. Please join me in the Metadicity on page 8 of the Book of Common Prayer. 
Oh, all the works of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye angels of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye heavens, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye waters that be above the firmament, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye powers of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye sun and moon, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye stars of heaven, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye showers and dew, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye winds of God, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye fire and heat, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye winter and summer, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye dews and frost, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye frost and cold, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye ice and snow, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye nights and days, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye light in darkness, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye lightnings and clouds, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O let the earth bless the Lord. Yea, let it praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye mountains and hills, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye green things upon the earth, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye wells, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye seas and floods, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye whales and all that move in the waters, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye fowls of the air, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O all ye peace and cattle, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye children of man, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O let Israel bless the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye priests of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. 
praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye servants of the Lord, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye spirits and souls of the righteous, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O ye holy and humble man of heart, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. O Adonis, Azarias, and Messiah, bless ye the Lord. Praise Him and magnify Him forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. We continue on the bottom of page 12. Please kneel if able. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save them that rule, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Hindu thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the salts of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of the adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always what is righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord and giver of life, receive our prayer for Megan and for the child she is carrying, that they may safely come to the time of birth, and serving thee in all things, 
may rejoice in thy tender care, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who dost embrace children with the arms of thy mercy, and dost make them living members of thy church, give them, especially Caleb Simon, grace, we pray thee, to stand fast in thy faith, to obey thy word, and to abide in thy love, that being made strong by thy Holy Spirit, they may resist temptation and overcome evil, and may rejoice in the life that now is, and dwell with thee in the life that is to come through thy merits, O merciful Savior, who with the Father and the Holy Ghost livest and reignest one God, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. The order of the Holy Communion is found beginning on page 242 of the Book of Common Prayer. Page 242. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. God spake these words and said, I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt have none other gods but me. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not make to thyself any graven image, nor the likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or in the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down to them, nor worship them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, and visit the sins of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and show mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Remember that thou keep holy the Sabbath day, Six days shalt thou labor and do all that thou hast to do, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no manner of work, thou and thy son and thy daughter, thy manservant and thy maidservant, thy cattle and the stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and hallowed it. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt do no murder. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not steal. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. 
thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Lord, have mercy upon us, and incline our hearts to keep this law. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his servant, nor his maid, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. Lord, have mercy upon us, and write all these thy laws in our hearts, we beseech thee. Let us pray. O Lord, our governor, whose glory is in all the world, we commend this nation to thy merciful care, that being guided by thy providence, we may dwell secure in thy peace. Grant to the President of the United States, and to all in authority, both wisdom and strength to know and to do thy will. Fill them with the love of truth and righteousness, and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in thy fear. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. The college epistle and gospel appointed for the Sunday next before Easter is found beginning on page 100 of the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind hast sent thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience, and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, Create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The epistle is written in the second chapter of Philippians, beginning at the fifth verse. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Here endeth the epistle. Please stand for the gospel. 
The Holy Gospel is written in the 27th chapter of St. Matthew, beginning at the first verse. When the morning was come, all the chief priests and elders of the people took counsel against Jesus to put him to death. And when they had bound him, they led him away and delivered him to Pontius Pilate the governor. Then Judas, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself and brought again the thirty pieces of silver to the chief priests and elders, saying, I have sinned in that I have betrayed the innocent blood. And they said, What is that to us? Say thou to that. And he cast down the pieces of silver in the temple and departed and went and hanged himself. And the chief priests took the silver pieces and said, It is not lawful for to put them into the treasury, because it is the price of blood. And they took counsel and bought with them the potter's field to bury strangers in. Wherefore that field was called the field of blood unto this day. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, And they took the thirty pieces of silver, the price of him that was valued, whom they of the children of Israel did value, and gave them for the potter's field, as the Lord appointed me. And Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Art thou the king of the Jews? And Jesus said unto him, Thou sayest. And when he was accused of the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then said Pilate unto him, Hearest thou not how many things they witness against thee? And he answered him to never a word, insomuch that the governor marveled greatly. Now at that feast the governor was wont to release unto the people a prisoner whom they would. And they had then a notable prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore when they were gathered together, Pilate said unto them, Whom will ye that I release unto you, Barabbas or Jesus, which is called Christ? For he knew that for envy they had delivered him. When he was set down in the judgment seat, his wife sent unto him, saying, Have thou nothing to do with that just man? For I have suffered many things this day in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitude that they should ask Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said unto them, Whether of the twain will ye that I release unto you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate said unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, Let him be crucified. And the governor said, Why, what evil hath he done? But they cried out the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could prevail nothing, but that rather a tumult was made, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. See ye to it. That answered all the people and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Then released he Barabbas unto them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the common hall and gathered unto him the whole band of soldiers, and they stripped him and put on him a scarlet robe. And when they had plaited a crown of thorns, they put it upon his head and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they spat upon him and took the reed and smote him on the head. And after that they had mocked him. They took the robe off from him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. And as they came out, they found the man of Cyrene, Simon by name. 
him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they were coming to a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink mingled with gall. And when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. And they crucified him, and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him there, and set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then were their two thieves crucified with him, one on the right hand and another on the left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads and saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself. If thou be the Son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise also, the chief priests mocking him, but the scribes and elders said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God, let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. The thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land unto the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there when they heard that said, This man calleth for Elijah. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let be, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And the earth did quake and the rocks rent. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Now when the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. Please join me in the Nicene Creed on page 246. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, Light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate, he suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father, 
And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one Catholic and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Please join me in Psalm 11, found on page 16 of the Black Book in your pews, the Psalms of David in Meter. That's page 16. We'll be singing together Psalm 11. seated. A reminder that as we are still in Lent, 
that Monday through Saturday are days of fasting and material abstinence as appointed by the Book of Common Prayer to relieve the poor for the strengthening of our resolve against sin and for a remembrance of our Lord's passion and death. There are two pieces to that. Friday is a day of serious fasting in the history of the church, um, which is usually broken at the end of the service with hot cross buns, which I have been assured are going to be made. Um, so uh, there are two sets at least coming, so there will be hot cross buns at the Good Friday service. Also, if you come to the Easter Even service, we remember Christ's time in the grave, um, then you also, once the Paschal candle is lit, Easter has begun, and your fast is also over. So there's some real, real, real things there to remember. Um, but in any event, may the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians 2, verse 5. What could that phrase possibly mean? Right? How is it at all possible for us to feel and think and know and act in the same way as the Jesus humiliation and death and triumph we remember throughout this holy week? Perhaps the part of wrapping our still wounded minds around Paul's epistle and Matthew's passion, are the mighty paradoxes which smack us in the face at every turn. Mysteries like God becomes man. The earth's true king dies the gruesome death of a traitor. The traitor rises from the grave to sit on an eternal throne. All of these seemingly impossible contradictions will inevitably frustrate a people conditioned to love comfort and ease as goods in and of themselves. Evil is much, much less complicated, much more comfortable. Evil's only demand is, first, love thyself. First. Love thyself. We see this poison drip out of every action taken by the fallen men who stained today's gospel. Men whose actions were justified in the name of love. Judas loved himself more than Jesus, and so he betrayed his master. Peter loved himself more than Jesus, and so he denied the one who gave him life. Pontius Pilate loved himself more than the truth, and so he let an innocent man be executed. The angry, rebellious mob loved themselves and their families and their leaders and their religion more than anything else, and so they murdered God Friday afternoon. Each of these human beings was betrayed not by accidentally giving in to their dark side, no, not what happened. They all willingly took their place in evil's black parade by positively denying the living, breathing truth who came to save the world. Rather than look to him, right, they looked inside and at their dying neighbors 
only to scream together, death to innocence, death to God. That's what they came up with. And so, St. Paul's and today's entire service drags us kicking and screaming for this truth. It must drag us through the beautiful and tragic of our mission to save us from ourselves because we will not face the reality of what it means to be a fallen human unless we are forced. We will not face the reality of who we truly are except by the miracle which occurred the crucifixion of our Lord Christ Church every We can only be convinced by evil's command to first love ourselves if we don't truly know ourselves. It's the only way. But when we do understand who we truly are through the meaning of humanity's rejection and execution of God, mirror becomes a looking glass. A looking glass through which we can begin to see the massive tidal wave of true love and grace flowing from the cross to the world. From the cross to the world. But even more, this God who would voluntarily suffer the humiliation and grief and pain of human existence culminating in the public death of a traitor, all because he loves us traitors, right? That reveals to our fallen world and our fallen hearts the infinite potential grace of our humanity reunited with God. Infinite potential greatness. What would this world He tells us just a few verses earlier, for starters, we would, he writes, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than ours. Chapter 2, verse 3. Are we ready to live lives in which humility always trumps ambition? Lives in which we put other members of the church before us all. No, perhaps not. But why? Why do we struggle with that? Well, we struggle because we have not yet fully embraced the trust and self of God the Son. Jesus perfectly knows who he is because he knows his. Jesus revealed the true love of God even as we killed him. Because there is nothing this evil world can throw at him that unseat his relation to the Father. The only thing which actually matters is any eternal significance in his life or ours. Torture and death are nothing when compared to the true divine love which defines the relationship and God the Father. Pain and separation, poverty and humiliation are made righteousness and glory 
in the eternal history of which God is the perfect author. That's power. That's God. And miraculously, through the death of Christ, made our death in faith and in the waters of baptism. We share this unbreakable, lasting connection to the Father. We share it. The more willing we adopted sons and daughters of God are to daily put to death our needs in order to give of ourselves to God and our spouses and our children and our neighbors and our enemies. The more we are willing to do that, the closer we are to love and satisfaction no ambition or possession or conquest could ever possibly take away from us. Born could be greater than even a moment of divine love flowing through us in service to another immortal human being. Christian, we have to ask ourselves, what is greater achievement? Becoming a sector or living a life of sacrifice? What is greater achievement? Becoming president of the United States or being faithful to one's wife. What is the greater Becoming the chairman of golden sacks, or lovingly sacrificing one's ambition for God, and for your spouse, and for the immortal children he has temporarily given you charge of. For very too long, for much too long, American Christians have been sold the untruth that we can follow Christ without walking with him to Golgotha. As if the way to the cross an optional extra to the Christian life, if you're really serious. This lie is more dangerous to you and I than terrorism, nuclear bomb, anything else that goes on in the night. Of course. I will not stand here and deny that turning to a life of righteousness will most definitely hurt in this fleeting life. We will feel the weight of the cross every time we join with the Holy Spirit to resist temptation, to fight sacrifice our precious time and treasure for God fellow man. It will hurt because it is supposed to hurt. We are fighting a corrupt, evil world. This is war. This is the war the young king of the world So yes, it will hurt. That Jesus, the head of our church, the head of our very body, has already shown us the way. He has shown us that the path of eternal glory leads through the valley of the shadow of death. But as we're in that valley, we need no longer fear evil, nor need we ever fear the loss of all our false loves, which us darkness. I talked earlier of achievement, but please don't mistake my words. The good you and I will do in this life 
is a miracle and gift which only comes through uniting our work and love to the God who took humanity and made it great again. As he marched and glory. As we prepare today to eat and drink Christ's passion, I pray you know and feel this sacrifice. Know and feel the everlasting connection to the name that is above every name and be forever strengthened in that knowledge. We are who we are because he is who he is. We need nothing else. We are washed in his blood. We are marked by his spirit. We are ready for his death. And if we are truly ready for his death, then we are ready for his life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Whatsoever ye would that men should do unto you, even so do unto them. For this is the law and the prophets. Please join me in hymn 401. Oh, man. 
continue on page 250 of the Book of Common Prayer. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church militant here on earth. Almighty and ever-living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to accept our alms and oblations and to receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also so to direct and dispose the hearts of all Christian rulers that they may truly and impartially administer justice to the punishment of wickedness and vice and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and pastors, especially Peter, our bishop ordinary, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace and especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity especially those prayers which we give before thee now. And we also bless thy holy name, for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good examples, that with them, we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant this, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. The exhortation is found on page 255. You may sit the exhortation. Dearly beloved in the Lord, ye that mind have come to the holy communion, the body and blood of our Savior Christ, must consider how St. Paul exhorteth all persons diligently to prove and examine themselves before they presume to eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For as the benefit is great, if with a true penitent heart and lively faith we receive that holy sacrament, for then we spiritually eat the flesh of Christ and drink his blood. Then we dwell in Christ and Christ in us. We are one with Christ and Christ with us. So is the danger great if we receive the same unworthily. For then we are guilty of the body and blood of Christ our Savior. We eat and drink our own condemnation, not considering the Lord's body. We kindle God's wrath against us. We provoke him to plague us with diverse diseases and sundry kinds of death. Judge therefore yourselves, brethren, that ye be not judged by the Lord. Repent you truly for your sins past. Have a lively and steadfast faith in Christ our Savior. Amend your lives and be in perfect charity with all men. So shall ye be meet partakers of those holy mysteries. And above all things, ye must give most humble and hearty thanks to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, for the redemption of the world by the death and passion of our Savior Christ, both God and man, who did humble himself, 
even to the death upon the cross for us miserable sinners, who lay in darkness and the shadow of death, that he might make us the children of God and exalt us to everlasting life. And in the end that we should always remember the exceeding great love of our Master and only Savior Jesus Christ, thus dying for us, and the innumerable benefits which by his precious bloodshedding he hath obtained for us, he hath instituted and ordained holy mysteries as pledges of his love, and for a continual remembrance of his death to our great and endless comfort. To him, therefore, with the Father and the Holy Ghost, let us give as we are most bound in continual thanks, submitting ourselves wholly to his holy will and pleasure, and studying to serve him in true holiness and righteousness all the days of our life. Amen. Ye who do truly and earnestly repent of your sins, and are love and charity with your neighbors, and intend to lead a new life, following the commandments of God, and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith, and take this holy sacrament to your comfort, and make your humble confession to Almighty God, meekly kneeling upon your knees. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men. We acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed, by thought, word, and deed, against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent, and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life, to the honor and glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear what comfortable words our Savior Christ saith unto all who truly turn to him. Come unto me, all ye that travail and are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hear also what St. John said. Excuse me. Hear also what St. Paul said. This is a true saying and worthy of all men to be received that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Here also what St. John said, If any man sin, we have an advocate of the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Amen. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is meet and right so to do. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places Give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, 
We laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God of us, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, Continue on page 261. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there, by his one oblation of himself once offered, a full, perfect and sufficient sacrifice, oblation and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and an institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death until his coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we most humbly beseech thee, and grant that we, receiving these thy creatures of bread and wine, according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood, whom in the same night that he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it, in remembrance of me. Amen.
Lord Jesus Christ, which is given for thee, preserve thy body and soul, and everlasting life. Blessed thou, mighty Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, be one and give you always. Blessed thou, mighty Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, be one and give you always. Keep this in remembrance, that Christ died for thee, and keep him in thy heart by faith in his giving. shed for thee, preserve thy body and soul unto everlasting life.
We continue on page 264. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord and Heavenly Father, we thy humble servants entirely desire thy fatherly goodness, mercifully to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, most humbly beseeching thee to grant that by the merits and death of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and through faith in his blood, we and all thy whole church may obtain remission of our sins and all other benefits of his passion. And here we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and lively sacrifice unto thee, humbly beseeching thee, that all we who are partakers of this holy communion may be fulfilled with thy grace and heavenly benediction. And although we are unworthy through our manifold sins to offer unto thee any sacrifice, yet we beseech thee to accept this our bounden duty and service, not weighing our merits but pardoning our offenses. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, by whom and with whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Amen. Glory be to God on high, and on earth peace, God will towards man. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee, we glorify thee, we give thanks to thee for thy great glory. O Lord God, Heavenly King, God the Father Almighty, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. For thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord. Thou 
heavenly O Christ with the Holy Ghost art most high in the glory of God the Father Amen The peace of God which passeth all understanding Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Please join me in hymn 112. <laughs> 